he's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a Friday morning in the Hill Country. It's a beautiful morning, a little crispy out there this morning. Got to had to put on long pants. I'm sure I'll be getting into short ones here before we know it. So, um, man, have I got a show lined up for you today? We have uh, quite a program lined up for you today. In fact. What I have been hearing since Wednesday afternoon is, Matt, have you seen the paper? Matt, have you read the paper? And right there on the front, there's a very misleading article on the election trial. And right next to it is a very misleading article on some other things that's been going on. Folks, uh, anybody, if anybody says to you, and you probably will hear it Sunday at church, somebody's going to say, did you read the paper? Did you read Wednesday's paper? Before you answer, before you answer them, I want you to say, did you listen to the Matt Long show on Friday? So answer with a, answer the question with a question. And when they say, did you read the paper? Did you read Wednesday's paper about those, those attacks on our school district? I want you to, before you say yes or no, I want you to say, did you listen to the Matt Long show on Friday? And by the way, if uh, you want to tell people about this, it's up for about a week on hillcountrypatriot.com, hillcountrypatriot.com. And then Monday sometime, I will do my best to get today's program up on Spotify. Um, but I am going to be, um, yeah, it's not going to be, uh, I won't be able to do that this weekend. So we have uh, in the studio with us right now, I have Tara and Tracy. Good morning, Tara. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. There we go. That was Tracy first and then Tara. Were the headphones bothering you, Tara? I couldn't hear you through the headphones. I could just hear the music. So All right. I figured can, I'd take them off. You can hear me now, though. All right. Here we go. So the reason Tara and Tracy are in here, let's give you a little bit of a background. Uh, these are two moms who uh, decided to take a look at what's going on in our schools. They weren't very happy with it, and so they did what responsible adults would do and they started uh, going to school board meetings and they found out things like shack what is shack and and who's reviewing books and all of these things they got engaged in fact we are told by school districts all the time that they want parents involved do we hear that tara do you hear that we want parent we want parents involved engaged is that do you hear that yes uh, we, i hear that all the time Okay, and so, uh, and and Tracy, you've heard it, right? Correct, Matt. All right, so here's two moms that got engaged as they were asked to, and now um, seems like uh, nobody really wants them engaged. And so we're going to, Tara, I'm just going to let you open up. Uh, just go ahead uh, and start where you want to start. I've got the two, I've got the article in front of me. Um, there's actually okay. two of them. Uh, one is written by a uh, is written by a. Uh, oh, look at that! That was Ken Eston Cook. Um, I think he is a. Uh, I think he's a journalist. I think he's had training in journalism. 
This, He's a uh, big fan of ours, apparently. Yeah, he does. He loves talking about you guys. And then there's another one uh, by Natalie uh, Bowman. Uh, doesn't she have several last names? I think of it. it's Natalie Bowman. And um, it is an editorial. And so um, today's program, The Matt Long Show, is basically we're just kind of going to go over these articles and help you understand them a little bit better. So, Tara, take off. Okay, Matt. Um just to be clear, Natalie Bowman is the president of the Fredericksburg ISD School Board. And okay. I've been told via email from her mm-hmm. on other occasions, and it's and it's pretty much policy that she speaks for the school board. Okay. So when this article was written, I can't help but assume that either most of the school board trustees agree with her. So um, it, it's sad. It, I'm, I'm in here, honestly, with the heavy heart, um, and I wanted to correct something a little bit, not a real correct correction but clarify tracy and i and all the other concerned community members in fredericksburg we don't go out looking for stuff when something is approached Mm -hmm. um uh, uh, to us you know if it's on a school board agenda or if it's a new program in our children's school we look at it we investigate it we say hey what's this about most of it's all good but when we come across things um like in february when it started with the sexually explicit library books um, and then we have, you know, this teen mental health first aid program uh, funded by Lady Gaga and her Born This Way Foundation. Um, there's a pattern forming. And then when CIS came, the communities and schools, a simple two-minute Google search, you can see what they're about. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're a national nonprofit organization that has fundraisers in New York and D.C., and they raise millions of dollars mm-hmm. on or, on small rural towns like ours and big cities. They're in Chicago. They're in Atlanta. Um, and our community values just don't line up with theirs. Go to YouTube. Look at their YouTube channel. It's all about DEI, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's your CRT. That's the LGBTQ transgender where you have to accept us Mm -hmm. um, instead of just respect, which that's what I teach my children. We respect everyone. We love them like Jesus would. Um, But when you get into the DEI programs, that's a dangerous road to go down, especially in schools, because those are things that parents need to be talking about their children um, with at home. So we're seeing a pattern. And all we're doing, like last week, the school board meeting, I brought up the pattern. I looked at the purchase orders. We have all kinds of DEI the CRT, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion programs that are in our district. And all we're saying is, guys, put the brakes on. We don't want DEI here. We don't want to cause division amongst our students and staff and the community. Let's just get back to teaching these children academics. So just stop and take a look at these. Uh, It was simple. You found a contract or what was appeared to be a contract ready to sign uh, from an organization, and you mentioned it by uh, alphabet here, but let's make sure we get everybody filled in. You mentioned CIS. That's an organization called Community in Schools. They've been around. They're, uh, I guess the paper said they've been around for three decades, which yes. is, uh, for most of us, that's uh, 30 years. They've been around for 30 years, or it could actually mean they've been around for 21 years, but they've just covered three decades, right? But anyway, they've been around for three decades they are, um, it is a program. They come into your school and they offer you all kinds of, of awesome services is what it looked like. In well, fact, when I saw the, when I saw the, um, 
I, I'm getting funny looks from the ladies here because you, you know that uh, that uh, I'm not in favor of this. But when I saw the video, honestly, Tara, the first uh, minute, minute and a half of that video, we showed it at the Tea Party meeting. It was a video. You can all find it on uh, on on uh, on the on YouTube. It is a three minute promotional video for communities and schools and uh, it sounded really great and then i got towards the back of it and all of a sudden well first of all you start seeing the people who are backing it up and you saw michelle obama and then you see uh clinton didn't you see bill clinton and well, michelle obama george oh, bush too george so. <laughs> bush yeah exactly mm-hmm. but we know about the bushes yeah um and so and then it started popping up pictures of um blm black lives matter yes all the and, protests we saw in the summer of and, love in 2020 uh-huh. um, they stout systematic racism they say that the yeah. national organization and they train all their affiliates that public education is full of systematic racism. It's that's a quote right. from their website. That we're I, all these these are facts that we're showing FISD. There's no misinformation as we're going to talk about in a minute that are, was put in the articles. All right. So uh, Tracy, we haven't heard anything from you yet. So uh, where where what do you want to say at this point? Well, I just want to go back to the fact that the School Health Advisory Committee, which is the chat committee, which Tara and I both sit on was not approached with this communities and schools. This deals with teen mental health. It also deals with nutrition. Mm-hmm. And both of those are topics that are supposed to go through the SHAC committee. So that's what I brought up at the school board meeting was just the simple fact of, please let us look at this as a SHAC committee. Um, you know, we, we would like the opportunity because I, I agree with you, Matt. Looking at that video, there was some things that did look like this could be a good program. Right. So I would have liked to have at least looked at it. Uh Um, I don't understand why it went directly to school board to immediately try to get a vote on, and nobody had any information about this. If this is a program that they were looking at since the summertime, um, at least the the, um, superintendent and um, Joe Gonzalez and uh, Dr. Rodriguez why why did they not approach the shack? Why did we not get an emergency meeting called, um, you know, and say, let's let the shack look at this and um, review it? That would be that would be procedure. That would be the process. That's for the anything. law, Matt. Twenty eight point zero zero four of the Texas Education Code is state law. You know, we were told uh, those of us who were uh, quoting state law, who were not lawyers, we were. Uh, this was also in our local newspaper a couple of weeks ago, and we were told, yeah, they're those uh, activists are quoting law and like Satan quotes the Bible. This is what they said about activists who know the law. Uh, So folks, we need to take a short break. When we get back, we're going to go, we're going to open this uh, package up a little bit more. Uh, Folks, y'all stay tuned and we'll be right back. I have in the studio with me, Tara and Tracy, who are, um, who are standing up for conservative rights and for conservative parents in Fredericksburg and uh, also all over the hill country and um, they you need to stand with these ladies folks stay tuned we'll be right back find out more about the Fredericksburg Tea Party at fredericksburgteaparty.org All right, folks, we have in the studio on the Matt Long Show today, we have uh, Tara and Tracy. 
Um, I want to start with, and actually Tara said we wanted to start here. Uh, first of all, the, um, the, the, the heading of the uh, uh, article written by the uh, professional uh, uh, um, editor of our newspaper used the term attack um, in the, uh, the headlines, attacks. Um, and uh, that's just inflammatory. And uh, Mr. Cook, you should be ashamed of yourself. Um, it, I was there when you first questioned this in front of the school board, and I didn't see an attack, Tara. I saw questions being asked about a contract. Pick it up from there. Well, Matt, we know the gaslighting and the labeling of, you know, the last year and a half, two years at parents, even by our own just a uh, Department of Justice, um, labeling parents that want to be involved that ask questions as domestic terrorists mm-hmm. i mean this is this is just the standard talking points that the people that don't want us to do this use the same wording all the time i mean we should get inventive at this point um so yeah it's just it's the local attacks and we were so scary there's a there's a quote in the paper that talks about um the ceo of communities in school said it was um taking a step back after the situation felt scary um was the hold on let me ask you was the ceo of this organization present her representative was there like her representative was yes so the ceo who said it was scary wasn't even there wasn't even there okay she wasn't and and you know and she goes on to say in the article it, it felt really frightening to have someone make accusations against us i mean painting parents asking questions and bringing up concerns like the contract they were going to sign on Monday, Matt, it was a tear. I'm not a lawyer, but it was a terrible contract. It was full of misinformation. Dr. Rodriguez said it was for food and clothing and to pay utilities. The contract said something totally different. The contract said the dates of service started on August 1st, but it wasn't presented to the board until October 10th. Mm. It says the first payment was due September 1st, but it got presented on October 10th. So it's like, we had questions. We're like, what are, what is our tax? What are our tax dollars going to? Mm -hmm. Why is this just now being brought up two months after school starts? Are they already there? Did they already sign the contract? Why do you need board approval? There's so many questions. Um, CIS posted job postings, for example, in two different places at least. And it said that they were hiring for Fredericksburg um, High School and Fredericksburg Middle School. Okay. But in the contract, it doesn't say that. It says it's for Fredericksburg Elementary School and Fredericksburg High School. My children go to both of those schools. So then I was like, in my kids' elementary school, I have twins there. I want to ask questions. So the contract was wrong. It was, it was wrong. How, how could you sign that and not listen to our concerns? I sent the whole school board the contract highlighted with my concerns and never heard back from anybody. But why would you not want to put your name and sign and give your sign off to a correct document? There were so many questions, so many concerns, and it was legitimate for parents to ask questions and figure out what was going on. But instead, we're, like I said, by the school board president and um, Ken Cook in the paper, said that we were scary and threatening and that we launched attacks. And I do want to say this for everybody that's listening that has Facebook. Um, We were, Ken Cook quotes, saying that we mounted an attack-laden social media campaign. Okay, if you want to be a part of that social media 
attack laden campaign uh go to facebook and look up Fredericksburg Parents and go join our page. If you're like-minded like us, and you said something earlier, Matt, and I just want to, again, make it clear. I stand for all parental rights. If you, as a parent, want your child to read some of these sexually explicit books at home, while I don't agree that it's age-appropriate, that's your right as a parent, Mm -hmm. okay? If you want to teach your child about, you know, diversity and inclusion, and you should accept every lifestyle and everything, That is your right as a parent. And you know what? I will fight for your rights under Chapter 26 of the Texas Education Code, just like I would for mine. Mm. So that's what I stand for. I'm for parental rights. I may have a different, you know, belief system or whatever. But listen, Tracy and I both are all directed from the Lord. And I know some people don't like to hear that. But when God calls you out to do something, you have no choice but to stand up and do the right thing. And that's what we need our leaders in Fredericksburg ISD to do. You know, I want to say something here. Tracy, were you about to say something? I was just going to say I agree 100% with Tara. When God calls you to something, you you step into it, and that's exactly what we've done. And um, it was interesting that um, when I went to this uh, meeting, now it may have been, I hadn't gone to the, the school board meeting right the month before that, but when I went to this, when I noticed something different, the camera in the back that always records the meeting was gone. Matt. Isn't that interesting? That is. And that in is... fact, and so now, because we've always been able to go back to the video when someone says, hey, we did the, the these uh, crazy persons said this during the, um, uh, the, the, the school board meeting. There's always been a video. Who, who makes that? Who, who was doing that video? Who was that? Was that some private company or was that the school district making the video? Who was doing the video, Tara? Tara? No, since I've been here and I've been here a little over a year now, um, the Fredericksburg Standard has always live streamed the school board meetings. Mm. And I noticed last month in September they weren't there. And I was like, but Ken Cook was sitting on the front row and, you know, he's the publisher. So I was like, okay, well, maybe he has a camera or something. But I was like, this is weird. And then this month in October, same thing, no video recording. And again, Ken Cook. Well, again, the school district, though, ultimately it's their responsibility. And they don't yeah. have to by law. Yep, they don't. By, We're not by big law, enough. They, have, they, can, they only have to post mi- meeting minutes. And that's, that's right. fine. But you know what, Matt? We recorded the meeting. We oh, will record did. all the meetings. Okay. Yes, and we will be sharing that as well so people can hear exactly what happened that night. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm seeing a pattern of Fredericksburg ISD and it's, it's sad to me because I've only been trying to work with them. But in May, they changed the BED local school board policy. All right, they wait, all... wait, wait. Let's not give too many uh, uh, little uh, uh, initials out. They well, changed the what? Well, it, there's not really an acronym. It doesn't mean anything. It's just oh. the BED policy for school district talks about public comments. Oh, okay. It doesn't really right. stand. They all have letters, but they don't stand for anything. Okay. <laughs> I don't think anyway. But the BED talks about public comments. Well, in May, which remember in March, we read sexually explicit books aloud because we were getting nowhere. Uh-huh. In April, we had some opposition from the other side come in and, and say that they wanted these books back in, which I respect their First Amendment right 100%. And I would fight with them today to fight against this new D- BED policy because mm-hmm. now our time has got shot down from five minutes to three minutes. We have to sign up by 3.30 on the day of before, and we can only speak to agenda items. So, therefore, mm-hmm. if CIS wasn't on this agenda, we couldn't have even spoken about it. 
And that sounds familiar, right? Because the city council has done the same thing now. Oh, yeah. They changed their meetings to during the day. You can only speak to agenda items, okay? So with that being said, you asked about the video. Yeah, I think it's another attempt to not be transparent with parents in the community. Mm-hmm. Why would you stop videoing? Why, If, if Fredericksburg Standard uh, Paper doesn't want to do it, get somebody else to do it. But right. why? You know, it's just so many questions. I just feel like they're pushing us further and further away when Tracy and I and so many others in the community are really trying to work with them. We're trying to audit the libraries. They're trying to keep us out, trying to bring questions. Because uh, we, we have supposed conservative members with the same values. We're trying, on the school board, we're trying to tell them about these things, but it's just pushback, pushback. And these articles in the paper, especially by the FISD and the quotes from Dr. Rodriguez, highly unprofessional, highly unethical, and very disappointing to hear. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. We're going to use this opportunity to uh, take a short break. We have uh, Tara and Tracy, uh, Mama Bears here in uh, Gillespie County in the Hill Country. Um, we are uh, we're we're hidden away deep in the bunker, deep underground, um, and broadcasting on the FM dial 104.3 and 10, 102.1, uh, the Hill Country Patriot. Folks, we're going to take a a short break, and uh, we'll be right back. Texas politicians fear him. He's Matt Long. All right, we are back. I have in the studio with me Tara and Tracy. It is Friday, and, um, you know, I'm very likely just to go right to the end of the program without saying... Be nice to the tourists. For crying out loud, be nice to the tourists. I know how hard it is. Listen, I last Friday, I didn't say this, but last Friday morning, I pulled out of my driveway and um, yeah, or, uh, uh, headed into town, and there were tourists that were not being very nice to me, so it was really hard for me to say be nice to the tourists last Friday. But um, be nice to the tourists. You may find yourself a stranger in a strange land. And, uh, boy, have, uh, we have a, what's obviously becoming more and more apparent is a school board, um, in, uh, Fredericksburg that is really not interested in hearing from, uh, from parents and, uh, not get, not interested in getting, uh, outside, uh, uh, input. And, uh, so Tara, you were, uh, you were just starting to say something about, uh, some of the, uh, uh the article in the Fredericksburg newspaper. So take off. Right. And, and I do want to say, and I'm also, I'm honestly afraid to say their name because I don't want to get them to call out, but we do have some school board members that are listening, that are answering emails, that are meeting with people. And we appreciate that. That's all we want is Mm -hmm. a discussion. You know, most of the, the majority of the school board members that I email, some of them, I've never got a response ever. Yeah, I agree, Tara. I mean, like, they don't reply back. We need school board members that are going to answer to the people that elected them, that are going to listen to our concerns. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, I get it. it. It's hard because you come out and you try to do the right thing for children, and then you get attacked in the paper. They see what we go through, mm-hmm. Tracy and I. And so people are like, oh, why don't that happen to us? But, it again, it goes back to the Lord. When you have that protection from him, it's like, you have no choice and you have no fear. So I did want to talk about um, just a little bit more um, about the article that, you know, um, that was written in the paper uh, by Ken Cook. You know, he quotes, you know, Dr. Rodriguez saying that 
um, that's our superintendent, that uh, Friday, CIS um, decision to pull out after the attacks. So, um, yes, we actually had a win for our kids. Mm-hmm. Friday, CIS said, oh, no, we do not want to be in Fredericksburg. Mm-hmm. And these articles were written to say that was because of the attacks that we brought on, which we didn't attack. Again, we pointed ask out truth. Questions. You ask, ask questions. questions. You ask questions. Exactly. So they're trying to blame us on that. Um, and then, <laughs> again, we have a quote from, um, from CIS saying that um, they said they're not uh, afraid of the scrutiny, but the baseless claims are hard to defend against. This that one that sentence is so bizarre. Yes, it, I that, thought so too, Matt. Read that again. Let's read that. Read that again. Okay, so I guess this this is Rodriguez, Dr. Rodriguez talking. After seeing and hearing disparaging and negative comments, they chose to go in another direction. He said. They were optimistic and excited. Their whole focus is to bring positive opportunities. But at the end of the day, they said they're not afraid of, of the, the scrutiny, scrutiny, but the baseless claims are hard to defend against. Let me tell you what happened this week at the Communities and Schools National Training Leadership Conference. Okay. This week, like going on, it just ended, I think, yesterday. Communities and Schools, Communities this organization schools, nah. that we, quote, attacked, that you... You questioned. Let's well, just put it that way. You the, questioned the right? national organization. The national organization. Okay, what is, guess, let's hear it. But guess who was there? It was it was a national leadership training in Washington D.C. Hmm. Okay, and our little CS CIS South Central Texas that we were signing this contract with, they hmm. went. They took their leaders. It's all over social media. And guess who their guest speaker was yesterday that closed out their conference? I have no idea. Dr. Jill Biden. Oh, she's a doctor, though. Yes, yeah, that's what I said, Matt. She's a doctor. I mean, <laughs> Dr. Come on. Jill Biden. So, listen, at the end of the day, I don't care what your political beliefs are, or who is this or whatever, but just be honest. CIS National, Communities and Schools National, is not afraid. They're, they stout the systematic racism, the DEI, you know, Black Lives Matter. They are very proud of that. But when you come into our small rural town and say, oh, no, this is different. We're not like national. That's not true. When you're sending your people there to get trained at their conference. Right. It's just simply it's just simply not true. It's just like if we are we is our city council going to let a Planned Parenthood set up on Main Street? If, <laughs> they, if they promise not to give abortions. Right. Is, right, that, right. is, that, is that what we're doing now? We're justifying a small affiliate because they're not the national. That's where they come from. So that argument is just silly. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely nuts. And to say that they're not that they're not going to be for all those things, that's what they advertise. That's what they push. All you have to do is go look up their material and you will see. And to, to think that somehow they weren't going to be bringing that attitude, I think they ju- You know what it is? I think that those people up in Washington and that little national organization, you know what I think? I think they were, we're just a bunch of country rubes. Exactly. We just don't know any better, and they can come in here, and they can tell us anything they want to do. Take our $94,000, $97,000, and then um, bring in uh, uh, activist training Bring in, train, train your students to be activists. That's part of what they do. Uh, I, yeah, no, if, uh, if that's what national says, that's who they are locally. And, and to think that we would somehow buy into this story that, oh, well, they've been doing this in the Hill country and they respect our 
culture. No, folks, what they're trying to do is destroy our culture. They have no respect for our culture. And to come into Fredericksburg, they had no intention of building up a conservative uh, Christian. Um, uh, no, they were coming in to destroy what we have in the rural countries. And our newspaper is going along with them. And Natalie Bowman, you put your name on that article. You are in bed with these people metaphorically, and you are as guilty and and responsible for trying to bring this into our uh, into our schools. And Natalie, you are going to be up for election again soon. Um, if she runs, she last year she was not up for re-election, but she left her three-year seat. For a one-year seat. For a one-year seat, yes, to run that, against somebody else. and um, That was it, weird. It, that it, was really I mean, weird. You know, it could be innocent where she didn't want to, you know, do two more ter- two more years. Could be. But we'll mm-hmm. see if she runs in May or not. And okay. listen, she's been very nice. She's been, you know, pretty moderate and, um, and everything. But I think I was telling Tracy, I was like, listen, if FISD had a PR coordinator... I don't think that they would have said, yes, go in the paper and write two hit pieces on parents, call them activists, uh-huh. call them attackers. I just don't think that was the way to go. I think it was the wrong move. I think it caused more division. And um, instead of working with us and a lack of trust, you know, a lot of parents are like, whoa, what is going on? And I think it's just an intimidation tactic. And, you know, I've been at this, you know, eight months now, starting with the books. And if they don't see it by now, you know, I'm, we're not going to be intimidated. And we're not going to stop, you know, being involved in our children's school until the Lord calls us back or, or FISD decides to work with us. But uh, again, a simple Google search of the leadership, even in New Braunfels, you know, you can see the connection between um, the New Braunfels um, IDEA, which is, you know, the ID, IDEA, sorry, just, is all about respect, kindness, um, compassion, which all sounds good. But at the end of the day, it's the um, inclusion, diversity, equity, and awareness. And that's a New Braunfels. You know, there's a connection there with them. Um, so, guys just look parents that's the biggest thing that i can say to you is just look um at what your children are learning and just listen and if you want if you're like yes i'm fine i want my children to you know be in teen mental health and learn how to control your mental health by lady gaga then go for it that is your parental right to do it but i'm not going to sit back and not inform the parents of what's happening because again like tracy said um fic is not and they're not bringing it before the shack you know, to uh, vet these things. That was out of line. That was a little bit out of line. And uh, not just a little bit, was, but was completely out of line. Uh, let's go over to Tracy for a second. Tell us about SHAC. First of all, it's S-H-A-C. Correct. And that stands for School Health Advisory Committee. Okay. And this teen mental health first aid should have been run through the SHAC as well. And we did bring this up to them and asked, asked to have a meeting, asked to have a presentation and we just now got a presentation. Was that Tuesday, Tara? I know it was this week. Last, that uh, Yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah. it was this week. Yes. Um, and, and I attended right. that. And um, it, it was very disappointing that all we got was to see the representative, the um, the woman that, that is in our schools currently right now, teaching this program to our high school students. Um, and the program had, had already started week before last. 
and uh, she gave a very nice presentation. We saw a video, um, but that was it. As soon as it was over, uh, the administrator that opened up the school board room, she had somewhere that she had to be. There was no time for questions and answers. No um, time. Wait, 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 wait. There's no time for questions. You were in the, was this a shack committee meeting? Or just an uh, informative meeting? It was a subcommittee meeting. A subcommittee meeting. And so this lady comes in and makes a presentation, but you were not given the opportunity to ask any questions. We, we went ahead and asked questions during her presentation. Okay. But right. I really wanted to hit the Lady Gaga. Uh, you, why in the world would you want to have an organization and, and anybody can find, I mean, it only takes five minutes to look and see what Lady Gaga stands for. Why in the world would you want to have teen mental health and first aid company that's represented by Lady Gaga and Paid the Born for. This Way Foundation? Paid for and representative by Lady Gaga. That's, <laughs> I don't know, having her be the mental health expert, I I don't know. There's a part of twisted part of that that says it's perfect. She's as mentally unhealthy as you can get in my personal non-doctor opinion. And yet she is heading up. Uh, she's, she's got this teen mental health thing going. Um, so that's Shaq. So the teen mental health did not come through Shaq. Could, did it come through maybe last year or the year before? Could it have come through previously? Has it been used and approved before? Not to my knowledge. Not to your knowledge. No, okay, Matt. And then I also want to bring up, you brought, you made me think of something at the school board meeting last Monday. Um, there was a school district administrator that said that CIS had gone before the shack. And in years previous, that is simply not true. It, it did not. And we have, again, I can prove that because we have it all recorded, but it's just simply not true. So the lies that are out there, that's why we're here today because I feel like, um, this is just a huge attempt to try to make us look like we're attacking people. We don't curse people out. We're Christian ladies. We're very respectful, but we are bold. And we do ask the tough questions that other people don't want to. And we have a ton of support, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And I think that's what people are afraid of. Tara, to quote it, because I went back and I listened to the audio of the school board meeting. I did that this morning because I don't want to... Um, give misinformation. I want to run with just facts. And so it was Dr. Gonzalez that did say during the school board meeting that we will continue to collaborate with Shaq. We were no, never, never in conversation with that. I, I don't know where you can say we will continue to collaborate with Shaq when we've never had the conversation. And Matt, let me tell you why Shaq is so important. And parents up until probably this year had no idea what it was. Mm -hmm. But since 2009, it has been in state law, education code, which is law, that we needed, every school district in the state of Texas has to have a parent majority. Um, it's a health committee. What falls under health, mental health, sex education, it is parent-led because that is the one big topic that parents want to teach at home and take care of. And so they get to look at the curriculum. They get to look at the programs. They get to make suggestions to the board. It's not their decision, but we get to review and recommend to the board. Mm -hmm. And that's just simply not happening. It's not happening at all. And I, I say, put it on us. Let us look at these things. Let us vet them. Let us say yay or nay, and then give it to the board and let them vote on it. But um, they could really use us as that as that fact checker you know to, to mm -hmm. look at things and then we wouldn't have to sit here and bring things up or, or or have an attack on facebook or whatever it was you know what i mean and we really are represented well in the shock committee 
because now, our votes were 50-50 on, on a lot of the things that we just voted on last year. So there's a lot of good voices in there. Yeah. All right, folks, uh, it's a quarter uh, before the hour. By the way, all of you who listen to this forever and ever, this program, know that every Friday I've uh, always brought in a bunch of Ted Nugent, and and uh, that was Fridays with Ted. And, well, since I'm in this new training uh, regime here at the uh, radio station, they're trying to keep it as simple as possible, and so they've got everything loaded in here while I learn how to, you know, I've got two keyboards Three screens, this great big, uh, uh, I've been told it's an antique uh, that I'm uh, operating this on today. But uh, so that's why no Ted on Friday. Um, but that's all right, folks. We're going to take a short break and we will be right back. On the air and streaming live, it's the Matt Long Show. All right, we are back. It's a beautiful Friday in the hill country of Texas. Got some moms in here who uh, just uh, they just want to be engaged in the uh, local schools. The, the schools that their children go to, they just want to be a part of that. They want to be engaged. It's all parents should because we have been hearing for decades that schools want us, want parents to be engaged. And so all of a sudden, we had some parents coming up to be engaged. And listen, I've been a witness to this since the first time. I have never seen them show up at a school board meeting with any signs. I have never seen them show up at a school board meeting and be disrespectful or disruptive. I've never seen them at a school board meeting yelling at the school board like you see across the state. I have seen nothing but adult fine adult men and women go in front of the school board and ask questions and expect to be and expect to participate in the process. So these stories in the newspaper using the, 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 these terms like attack and uh, misinformation, misinformation folks, this is, this is a a whole bunch of hokum coming up, uh, coming down from a progressively, run newspaper and a we've got progressives on our school board i hate to say it but we do have progressives on the school board so in the studio tara and tracy um and uh, i have told them that uh, in these last uh, few minutes they need to get out what they think is the most important thing they want you to hear so tara you start what's the most important thing you want people to get out of this interview today well, um, I think we've covered a lot, but I do want to touch upon um, the, the article by Ms. Bowman just really quickly, just to, again, the headline, again, it is a gaslighting attempt, misinformation and missed opportunity. That's the headline there. Um, but not, not one time during the article, in either article, actually, did they list the misinformation I mean, like, what were we lying about? Because that's mm-hmm. basically calling us liars, right? It's a right. nice, it's a yeah, nice word for you lying. Yep. Uh, the only thing that they say in there uh, that Natalie says is following the uh, following the meeting, the board members received assurances that the local CIS affiliate does not align all practices with the national organization. Uh, but where's the proof in that? Show me, right. prove it. Show yeah. me uh, that that doesn't happen anywhere. When you have a national organization and they put up plants all over, you know, the country, the the world, 
they all follow national. So that's simply not true. But then also, you know, just some of the gaslighting in there, the negative messaging permeating, uh, permeating in our community and on social media. You know, she uses words like that. It's just so, it's just so disappointing because, you know, the negative, it's negative. It was truth. It was the truth that we were showing, that we were telling, and that we shared. It was all truth. And again, I know there's people in our Fredericksburg Parents Facebook group. I already know that. Board members have told me they have people in there watching us. And that's fine. It's not a secret. But if you're going to come in there and be ugly, then you're not going to be allowed in there. But I know that they're in there. But the fact that they are, that that to me is a written attack against um, and name calling against all 430 people that we have in there because it's they're saying that we're just doing lies and that we are giving negative messaging. And then also, you know, she has a quote that says, as a board, we are saddened that the misinformation and rhetoric that was shared in our community. I mean, she's talking about parents here. It's mm-hmm. just so disappointing to hear. I used to be a teacher. I used to be a school administrator. And boy, how things have changed. I worked in Houston. Okay, I saw the real low socioeconomic children and the struggles that they dealt with. And yes, we have them here, but in Houston, it's a whole different story there. So I get it. And we want children to have help. We want families to have help. We have tons of resources that Tracy will talk about in a minute. Um, but the fact that, that we're being blamed for this missed opportunity now, that is Mm-mm. absolutely ridiculous. It's unprofessional, again, and it's unethical. And I guess the biggest thing, too, that I want to tell um, people to do is that if you can go to makeschoolssafeagain.com and subscribe to our emails there, that's how we get out information. That's how we get out action steps because we're not going to – we're action-oriented. If we see something that we don't like, we're not just going to sit there and gossip about it around town. We want people to do something. And if you're – and if you have concerns or questions too, step up and do that. If you don't, that's fine. But if you could go there and subscribe, then that would be great. There you go. Make schools safe again dot com. Is it a dot com? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Make schools safe again dot com. Check it out. Um, I think that I think I know where uh, Tracy's going to go. So I'm going to try to lead this in, Tracy. The um, towards uh, at the very end of uh, the Natalie Bowman article, uh, the Natalie Natalie Bowman um, uh, information piece that she put out. She said that, uh, well, if we're going to turn this program down, then our community needs to step up. And you know what? I think that's where they should have started. That's where they should have started. I mean, we've got a lot of connections. This is a small town for crying out loud. I've never heard the the school come forward and say, listen, we've got kids that are going without without clothes. We've got kids that are going without going hungry. We've got kids living under bridges. We've never heard them say that. And yet now they're now they're saying um, that that was what this group was brought in uh, to take care of. All right, Tracy, uh, take off. All right. Well, I just want to point out that communities and schools, it just is misleading just the name because to me, it doesn't get the community involved at all. So now I say let's as a community, let's step up and let's take care of the needs of our billies. And thank you, Matt, so much for having me on your show on Tuesday. And we had a wonderful turnout for our mentor information meeting that we held at the Bridge Church with Lori, who is the director of uh, the Fredericksburg Academic Boosters. We had um, about an attendance of, of 12, and I believe all 12 of those signed up. And Lori said that 
really, we're on a waiting list. We have 18 students that need mentors right now, but they can use all the mentors. So, if, you know, if we get 100 mentors, they will find the students to pair them up with. And so if you're interested in becoming a mentor, um, we need you. Um, absolutely call Lori. You can get information at fbgacademicsboosters.org or fbgacademicboosters at gmail.com. And uh, I'll say that I know Lori personally and have known her for a long time. And so anybody that gets a hold of me through either if you know my phone number or if you know uh, my email or if you can get a hold of Matt at Ranch Radio Group or if you write the Fredericksburg Tea Party, I'm the first one to check emails there. There's lots of ways you can get in touch with me with the mentoring. And I'm going to give it back to you, Tracy, here in a second. But I, I want to make this point. We talked about it on Tuesday. This, our community in the Hill Country, is there's probably not a better example of people that are available to become mentors. You know, we don't live in uh, some kind of factory town where the average age is, uh, you know, uh, they're all in their 30s and they're working down at the Ford factory. We live in an area that has a lot of retirement people in it. And these are people coming out of engineering and doctors and all kinds of very well-respected fields who have come to the hill country to retire and that is great i want you to play as much golf as you can and pickleball or whatever but you know how easy it would be to take 30 minutes or an hour an hour a week let's just you know i think they said something about 30 minutes a week or a month or something an hour a week out of your schedule? Are you kidding me? Right. To, to make go a down and and you know when I heard that they needed to, uh, uh, tutors, I mean sorry mentors, I'm thinking you know and and there was a waiting list. I'm thinking hundreds of them and and it's not it's not no. that many. It just seems like out of today's program, we ought to be able to fill up all those mentoring positions and then some. All right, Tr- Tracy, I'm taking all your time. Go go go. Well, I also wanted to talk about the Otter program that Fredericksburg Academic Boosters offers. If you love to read to children, there's a program. It's called Otter, and you can find that information on the website as well or by calling Lori, but it's just reading to a child. So both are both are available and um, are in need, and I'm, I'm actually signed up for both of them. Um, I would love to um, – I, I can't wait to see who God pairs me with. Oh. Uh, Yeah. So, and, and, uh, let's see, there was something else. Oh yeah. One of the other needs that they told us communities and schools was going to serve was food and clothing. Tracy, have we, uh, have we covered that yet here in the Hill Country? Matt, we have that covered. We're just waiting to find out what do they need? Um, where do we bring it? Um, I've, I've tried to been getting that information and I can't seem to get that. Uh, there's another mom that's asked questions. And so we're going to continue to ask those questions and uh, relay that information back to the churches. And um, let's let's get what these children need. They need to email. Fredericksburg ISD needs to email this out and let us know and let us help. Um, I, I have three children in the district, and I have not got any information, a flyer, anything about academic boosters. So I didn't know there was a need. Let's get this emailed out district-wide to... 3,000, you know, families and, um, and get people signed up to help. Cause that's what, 
you know, we that's what we're here for. We're the community. And there are children that need that. Absolutely. A kid that, you know, has five siblings at home and a single mom and they don't get attention, sign up, go play a game with them, bring them McDonald's, and, and just give them that attention that they need to build their confidence and do better in school. All right. We've got about a minute left. I'm going to go take a look back at the, the Natalie Bowman article um, by the way, if you uh, if anyone asks you, did you read Wednesday's paper? Before you answer, say, did you listen to the Matt Long show on Friday with Tara and Tracy? Um, because uh, we're 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 showing the other side of this, and this will be posted up. The very last thing uh, that Natalie and I appreciate the fact that she she does my. In fact, my wife even said, "Oh, this is cool." All right. So towards the end of Natalie Bowman's article, she says. We are now taking this opportunity to publicly express our need. And then it goes through the list. And the last one she says is that that there is no parent-teacher association or parent-teacher organization at the Fredericksburg High School. That one surprised me. Maybe I me. should go be the PTO president at the high school. You think they'd like that? I think they I would, would do love it. I don't know that. if I'd be welcomed. You know, I just don't feel welcome really there. But hey, if they need somebody, uh, Mr. Wyrick, let me know. Um, and again, you know, parents get involved, ask the questions, get on makeschoolsafeagain.com because we, guys, we've got a lot of books that are still after eight months in our schools and we can't get them out. So a lot coming up with that. There you go. I wish we had another hour. Maybe we should just lock the door and uh, and uh, and keep Lorraine. Oh, she's already made it in. Dadgummit, it's too late to lock Lorraine out. Y'all be nice to the tourists and uh, have a safe weekend. And uh, we'll see you back here on Monday.